0: for your overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love. And we welcome that in our lives today, God. We welcome that in our region. God, we just thank you for so much of your love poured out on us that we can't help but just extend that everywhere we go, God. Fill us again today. Fill us again. do before we move on into the next part of the service, and that is to pray for Chris and Ruth DF who were senior pastors here about four and a half years ago, and for about the seven years before that, and they're now over in Arnhem Land working with Meth. Chris trained to be a pilot, and um, yeah, he's serving God over there as project manager, at the top of Australia there. And we just want to stand together with them today and just believe for God's strength and grace and goodness to fill them, to overshadow their lives, just to give them wisdom, to give them power and everything that they need. And the other awesome thing about praying for them, especially this weekend, is that MAF have their um, Arnhem, their Arnhem team Conference this weekend, and we just want to really declare God's blessing over them that they will feel so refreshed as they meet together, and that God will just fill them with a new joy as they work for Him there. So let's just extend a hand that way somewhere and just join together and declare God's absolute best. They're doing an amazing work over there with the Yongle people, and we just want to see freedom and every sense of the word for those people over there. So let's just join together and pray for them. Thank you, Father. God, we lift up the death family before you. God, we thank you for their hearts. We thank you for the way that they've laid their life down for the call. And God, together this morning, God, we just extend your, we release your goodness, your love and your grace over them today to cover them, to overshadow them, God, to fill them. In every way, God, we release your shalom peace, that kind of peace where there's nothing missing, there's nothing lacking, there's nothing broken, and there's nothing out of order. God, we release that sort of peace over them today and over the whole of meth in Arnhem Land. God, we just say, Let your kingdom come, let your will be done in Arnhem Land, God. Over the Yongle people, God, we declare freedom. We declare wholeness in every sense of the word. We declare salvation in Jesus' name. And God, over the MAF team there that's meeting this weekend, God, we release your blessing and your favor. And God, Jesus, as they're just meeting together this weekend, we thank you for new joy just rising up in them, that joy that is their strength, God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your refreshing over them in mind and body and spirit, God thank you, Holy Spirit. We just thank you, God, for every plan and purpose that you have for the DF family, that you have for Arnhem Land, that you have for Mafia. We just thank you for that being fulfilled. And we agree with your plans. We agree with your good plans and say, let it be done in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. And let's just give a big shout out to Chris and Ruth because I think that Glenn's videoing it. So let's just give them a yeah, we believe in you. Awesome. Thank you, church. And thank you, Ben. Awesome job leading us this morning. Loved the electric guitar too. Good job. All right, let's just um, find somebody maybe we haven't talked to in a while and just go say hi, see how they're doing. Maybe find out something you don't know about them. guys are so good at this mingling thing. Well done. Let's just wrap up our conversations. Let's come back to our seats. Very good. Okay, next week we have pastors Adam and Anita White who are going to be with us. Yeah. And they are from Connect Church in Parapara, Umu. And they're also the leaders of, of, sorry, they're the leaders of New Life in this region and across the world. So that's going to be amazing to have them here with us. So I'd really encourage you, come along, bring a friend along as well. And Pastor Adam's actually really funny too. So it's going to be a great service. All right, let's just look at the screen and check out this week's church news.
1: Well, good morning, guys. I've just stolen the mic for a second to do a plug about something I'm super passionate about. Um, we have got Storm coming up next month on the 17th to the 19th of July here in Rangira. It's happening at the Town Hall. So for those of you who don't know, Storm is our youth conference. For every other youth ministry coming from the South Island, it is more like a camp because they get just Someone's trying to steal the mic. You can have it after, I promise. He <laughs> doesn't believe me. Um... But we've got Storm Camp and um, I'm really excited because God does something super special when a group of young people get... He's really working on it, isn't he? No. Um, When a group of young people get together and just get hungry to meet with Jesus, um, every year I'm like, God, how are you going to top last year? And he always does. So... I'm up here to tell you today, if you've got young people from the age uh, from year 7 to year 13, then get them signed up for camp. Next weekend we're doing a flash sale. It's going to be $65 to register your kids from 3pm on Friday to 3pm on Sunday next weekend. Instead of $90, you can save $25 and take them out to make us for dinner. Um, no, don't do that. It's not a healthy choice. Um, but if you don't have young people... The we actually still want to encourage you to get behind and support what, um, what Jared is doing um, for the next generation. It's pretty powerful stuff. So there's three ways you can help support us. Number one is to be praying. Um, we, we just want to cover that weekend with prayer. Number two is um, if you have some time and you are capable, we would love some extra volunteers to help. Um, Jared has been doing a phenomenal job once again pulling this all together. And we actually really want our youth leaders to be in the service um, with the young people, being able to pray and minister to them and also receive um, for for themselves. So if you can give your time on security or I actually don't know what other jobs we have this year because we don't have a kitchen, praise the Lord. um, We're buying all our food. So uh, yeah, if you can help in any way, shape or form, um, get in touch with Jared. He would love to hear from you. And then the third way you can support is... um, by sponsoring a young person to camp we have so many young people in our community that are like gunning and ready to go some of them it's not actually financially viable for them so if you've got you know extra 20 bucks or something every little bit counts and we can help um subsidize some of those uh registrations for our young people and get them there um and then god can do the rest awesome but um Now I have the honor of welcoming up our senior pastor to speak the word to us. So let's just stand and uh, lean into what he's got to have to say today.
2: Awesome. So good to see you all. Thanks for coming to church and just being the love of God. You know, like we are called to be his hands, his feet, his legs, his mouth, his eyes, his ears. I don't know, you could just think of a body part right now, and you could be it. Like, the, the the church is about the represented body of Jesus Christ. So, well done. Well done on being the church. How about you high-five your neighbor saying, go, you good church. Yeah, go, you good church. You are the good, good church, a good-looking church. Chris used to say that. You were the most ridiculously good-looking church in the world, and so I'm just going to partner with that today. You guys are looking good now that the lights are dimmed. No, joking. Uh, (laughs) Not true. Not true. Hey, um, awesome to be here today. We've got another couple of things I want to mention. We've got a baptism service happening in two weeks after our second service on a Sunday morning. We've actually bought a spa pool. We've got an inflatable spa pool now as our baptism pool. So the water should be guaranteed to be warm. We're going to be baptizing out the back by the climbing wall. And if you want to get baptized, you've never been baptized, you want to find out about getting baptized, then next week after church is going to be like a half hour baptism between services as well there's going to be a half hour not after church at all uh there's going to be like a 20 minute um talk on baptism so if you want to get baptized next week um is a good good day for you to find out about that so turn to your neighbor and ask them if they've been baptized been baptized what did your neighbor say did they say yes or no dob them in if they said no no i don't Also, I, I don't know if you've noticed out in our foyer area, we've got a um, this round thing on the wall that says "Expansion Offering" and then it's got varying amounts of money. Um, it was nothing in it at the moment, and so what we did was we ordered a whole lot of um, little round balls from China, I think, and they were gonna they were gonna fill this thing up, uh, well, to where we're at. And um, they didn't come to New Zealand; they got sent to Germany for some reason. So. So just be praying for those wee things. And um, yeah, may they come here in the next week or so. So we'll be able to see where we're sitting. Uh, We've actually been, there's been about $113,000 pledged towards the expansion offering, which is amazing, isn't it? Awesome. And we're so well on the way, and when that money becomes real money, I think then we'll be able to find, like, actually, we'll be able to make a deposit on a piece of land. So that's that's a real kind of next step for us, and we're really excited um, about that. Uh, who's been here for the three weeks of um, our, our prayer, our prayer theme, our prayer service? I see the front row's hands, there's a few down the back there, that's awesome. Well, this uh, Sunday, this is our last... Sunday on prayer, after this Sunday, you don't have to pray again, ever. No, that's not true. Uh, we're just, we're going to be, today, this is, a, this is a day to lean in. Like, like Debbie was saying, um, as she was service leading so beautifully, that this is a day that together we're going to lean in around some breakthrough. Uh, we started off um, about th- two, two, three weeks ago, and I said, hey, write down three things that you are believing for breakthrough in in your life. And so I hope that you've got them today. If you weren't there uh, that that first Sunday or you didn't hear about that last Sunday, then I just just ask God right now, what are three things that I'm believing for? Maybe it's something personal. Maybe it's something in your family. Maybe it's someone around you that you're looking for breakthrough in because at the end of the service, we're going to spend some time actually just praying and going after, after God doing what only He can do for you. Like you know I don't know where you're at today and I and I do get a sense of some people here that are just really going like all I've got now is actually God. All I've got now is is God and he he's the one who could be my breakthrough in my situation and I want to tell you that's a great place to be today. That is an awesome place to be. He is so for you and he wants to bring the abundance of his goodness and love into your life. Through this gateway of prayer. The door, the door it represents here, it's been representing this access point of prayer. The Bible says in Matthew 7:7, 7, 7, knock and the door shall be opened. And I don't know if some of you guys have been on your knees and you've just been here for years, just like this. Like, come on, Jesus. I just want this door to open. I've just been believing for so long, and I just haven't seen it. And Or maybe there's some people here today, and you're like, man, man, oh, you know, God, I'm going to start praying when you sort some things out in my life. You know, I'm going to get, when I get, when, when you show me that you're real, then, then I'm going to start, I'm going to come to this door, and then I'm going to spend some time knocking at this door. Or maybe there's some, people here today, and and you're like, I'm not looking at the prayer door. And that was something that you used to know. That was something that you used to do. You used to pray a lot, but you actually just gave up. You actually just feel really disappointed about your prayer life. And, you know, like, being real, like, I've been one of those people at times. You know, like, I, I, and I'm I'm one of those people this week, even you know it's just it's not an easy thing to do. And David sets this. And he, he, he shows us what what looking fully alive is like, I believe, in the spiritual context being fully, like he was such a spiritual guy, but he was so real and raw and engaged. And, you know, he just hung his disappointments out there. He just, you know, he complained and he, he, and, he, and then he reconciled so much of his life with, you know, but God, as, as for, you know, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to tell my soul to praise you, God. I'm going to look at my life and look at my disappointments and feel frustrated, but actually at the end of the day, my soul is going to be centered around praise. It's going to be centered around God being the God of breakthrough in my life and in my situation. And, and, and he, he was such an incredible man. He was so fully alive, so fully engaged in, in, in God, yet he was so real about his situation. You know, just yesterday, I went I went down the river uh, to pray, as is my custom, a couple of times a week. And, you know, I was just having a meh day. I was just feeling meh. You know, like, just what? What? Where am I going with my life? I was just where am I going? I'm 43 now. And, you know, when I was 20, I was just like, God, what are you going to do? I've got all this opportunity. I've got all this time. I've got all this. I've got, you know, like, it's this great big unknown. Like, wow, what's ahead of me, you know? anything could happen, and, and, you know, you get on in life, and you get a few things, you acquire a house, and you pursue an amazing, beautiful love of your life, and you have babies, and, you know, and, and you get into life, and it, and it's like, almost life starts owning you, it's almost, for me yesterday, I was having this moment where I just felt like, I'm just, I just don't want to go through the motions in my life. I don't know. Does anyone else ever feel like that? Like, you just feel like you're going to work on Monday, you come home, you you do the dishes, you put the trash out, you do your hour and a half, two hours with the children, and you try and give it your best, and you get angry somewhere along the line, and then you say sorry, and then you go to, then you, you know, then you, you, you end up living. I read something recently that uh, the definition of an adult with children is that you end up living your entire adult life in two hours after you put the children to bed. <laughs> you know, and I just don't, that's not real living though, is it? Like, we know that as adults, that that's not real living. We want to, like, I want to be, I I want my life, like, I want my life to be poured out. Like, for some great cause, for some great reason, for some, like, I want to be engaged with the call on my life at every moment and I'm not saying I am at all and I finished my prayer time by just saying thank you Jesus for being such an incredible example showing us that we can actually be engaged with the father and live a life that is actually fully devoted as we follow him like like Paul said follow me as I follow Christ and I want to just I want to call us up today to be a church and a people that are so engaged with this moment like so engage with your Monday morning, being present with your children, being present with your call, like not avoiding the issues, not avoiding the things that are painful around our lives. Let's just be real church. Let's be a church that's real, but that we take our reality, we take our pain, and we take our need of breakthrough. We take this, like, this thing that's intimidating us. We take that to this door, and we knock on this door. There will be a church that knocks on the door. And I love that scripture because it says, you know, um, it says, ask and you'll be given. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened. And I love that this, this, this is a whole body experience. This is the whole of our life we're not just it's not just say a prayer but it's actually it's look for the breakthrough it's ask it's talk about it it's use your physicality and like explore find the breakthrough find it's just don't let, let life happen to you you're called we're called to to happen to life that's what a child of God looks like that's what a secure follower of Jesus Christ, wrapped up in this incredible, in the bonds of his love. Who's with me? Like, this is, let's be real. Let's be alive. Let's be engaged in our moment. And, and he just wants us to go on this great pursuit of discovery and opportunity and, and to be able to, you know, I love what Jared said that when we've got these problems that are facing our lives, but when we, when we pursue God's promises in light of those challenges and, and the things that are so hard, that He gives us, He wants to give us a perspective. He wants each one of us today to walk away with this perspective, this unique perspective that He has of our promises, and of our, pro- you know, of our promises in our pain, you know, in our challenge, He wants us to. He doesn't want those challenges around your life to isolate you from His, from who He is. And I, I, I don't. No one, you know, that's, that's not you. If you're feeling isolated by your challenges or condemned by your challenges, then I just want to tell you right now that you're thinking wrong. You're actually thinking wrong about your situation. You're not. You're not actually. That's that's incorrect. <laughs> Because you know, like, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for one thing. And I, the, and and Jesus, there's this leprous guy in the Bible, and he came to Jesus, and he was the Bible says he was covered in leprosy, and he came up to Jesus, and he said, Jesus, if you're willing, if you're willing, make me clean, if you're willing. And he had this perspective that perhaps God would not be willing, that perhaps that Jesus would not be willing. But Jesus showed him the heart of the Father. Jesus showed him that that the depth of his will was to see this man clean and healed and free. And he said, I am willing be healed or be clean. And see, this is the kind of Father that each one of us has. We have a willing Father. We have a Father who is invested in you. He's invested in your challenges. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about why our prayers go unanswered. And it's not, I don't want to formulate something here and just say, well, you know, this is a formula to answered prayer because there's so much mystery as well that surrounds the kingdom. But there are some things that actually prevent us from entering in as well. And I just, first of all, I just want to go back to the story with um, Hannah, uh, who, who was Samuel's mum, Samuel the great prophet. And the recap of that was that, Samuel, that Hannah had been praying and crying out for years for a child. She was crying out for this this promise that she be, she believed she that was hers, that it was normal. And all she saw around her at this time were other mums who had lots of babies, and she didn't have one of her own. And it says this in one Samuel one. In a deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow, saying, "Lord Almighty, if you only look on your servant's misery and remember me, and do not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord." For all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. <laughs> his head. <laughs> this is an incredible prayer. This was a new prayer for Hannah. You know, recently, um, Deb and I brought a painting online from Australia. And um, there's a a whole other story. Uh, We believe it was a real God thing, and and it was a really exciting thing to do. And I don't know, who loves buying things online because, hang on, we haven't got there. Okay, that's you. I saw that hand. I'm speaking over this. It was rhetorical. Uh, Okay, so when you're buying things online, right, and, and, see, there was an and. You need to wait for that and. And when you make the purchase, you get this—you click this link, and then you get to see the progress of your parcel. And you can see it leaving Auckland, and it's like, oh, it's crossing the Cook Strait. Hope it doesn't get seasick, and down through Kaikoura, I hope there's not any more earthquakes. And, and eventually, it makes its way, and you can actually see the, the tracking. That's what it's called, eh? The tracking. It's really cool. And, and so we made this purchase, and we I bought this painting from Australia, and it looked like it was doing well. It left... Uh, left Melbourne and um, came over, flying over the Tasman Sea. That's what it is. And and then um, it it was like it hit the New Zealand border and it just got stuck. It was like there was this wall of opposition at the at the border and it, and it prevented it from going any further. And what had happened? It had come from one realm and it had entered into another realm. It had entered into another set of laws and another set of um, requirements that actually, uh, that needed to be filled, fulfilled so that we could receive this painting. And so uh, we paid the GST, we, we, uh, we filled in heaps of documents, I sold a kidney, and eventually, we, I don't know it felt like that, probably dramatizing it up a little, but eventually there was a lot of correspondence we receive this painting. We're able to hang it on the wall. And, you know, I don't know if you feel like with some of your prayers that it feels like heaven has got a border patrol, like going around it. It's like, uh, no, Angel 10, that is not cleared to go. Do not let them have that uh, answered prayer. That is good to go. Go, go, Angel 1. You've got it. But it feels like that with our prayers sometimes. Like, it really does. It's like, what's going on? What's Why do these Prayers remain unanswered, And I think in Hannah's story, she, you know, we see this desire for years, but then suddenly we see heaven responding. It was like all of a sudden there was a suddenly, there was something that had shifted. And what did she do differently that she hadn't done before? And I, and I think the Bible shows us that she drew out a new prayer from a deeper well. Because what did she say? She said, do not forget your servant, but give her a son and I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. And so this prayer shifted from, I'm barren, and please give me a child, to, Father, whatever you give me, I want to give fully, totally back to you. Whatever you give me, uh, it's now, this is yours. This child will be your child. And so this new prayer would both bless Hannah, and it would cost Hannah. There would be something in that that would cost her, but it would be a great blessing to her and for others. And so we see in Hannah's story that sometimes God actually requires us to engage in a personal story of discovery and refining before we receive our answer to prayer. And some prayers that are actually, I think, that are that, that are waiting, you know, to be answered. God is actually looking for us. To surrender more fully to Him before they'll be given to us. That's what it looks like in Hannah's story, and and you know, it's, and it also shows I think that our pain and our unanswered prayers don't necessarily mean that we're on the wrong track. God is just preparing us for what He wants to do through us when He gives whatever He wants to us. He wants to. He wants for us to be able to entrust everything well that he's actually given to us. So what's holding up our prayer? This morning, we're just going to call these prayer snags. What is your prayer snag? And I've got about four of these. And this is very brief. We're just touching on some stuff here because there's some real depth to each one of these. um, Each one of these kind of prayer snags this morning. The first one is sin. And sin, it says um, in James five sixteen. therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Effective. That's awesome. And I, when I looked at that yesterday, I was like, oh, those scriptures. I didn't actually that was the same scripture. But that's one verse right there. And if you switch that up, the prayer of an unrighteous person is, is impotent and ineffective. <laughs> you know, like he wants us to be engaged with freedom. And sin actually takes that freedom. It, takes, it actually can rob us of our righteousness. The Bible says that, we've, that we are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. And when we come into that agreement with what Jesus did on the cross, we are made righteous, we're made righteous in Him. We're actually cleansed of our sin. But, you know, if we keep willfully sinning, we actually run the risk of forfeit, forfeiting, forfeiting yeah our righteousness. I don't want to just leave that there because that's a massive subject on its own. But I want to leave that there because willful sin actually can disengage us from uh, this righteousness in the heart of God for us. And and you know, it's like when we're willfully sinning we actually don't want to go to God because shame will keep us away from him. The next um power the next um snag is is unforgiveness and offense. And and I just want to touch on this also very briefly, like the power that unforgiveness has in our heart to actually shut us down from connecting with the Father's heart. And as a youth pastor, I spent so many um, moments praying for young people who were really bound up in the unforgiveness towards their parents. Their parents had separated. We had a lot of at-risk youth coming, uh, and not well, at-risk youth, just youth, actually, just broken youth. Like, every youth could be at risk. just... Unchurch youth, that's a better word. That's a better way of saying it. They would just come in and their parents had separated. And they, they were just carrying this real hurt in their hearts. And we would pray for them. You know, we'd see them scream and manifest at times. And they would just like, there'd be this anger around them. And, and we wanted to see them get free. But when we led them in a prayer of forgiving their parents, and it was as simple as, you know, God, I don't feel anything, but by your grace, I choose to forgive my mom and my dad for the hurt that came into my life and you know there's so like we can feel so justified in carrying the hurt and carrying the fence because it's real and it hurt but do you know that that hurt and that offense is only going to build a wall to the grace of god that he wants to to flow through your life jesus said that you know that i can't forgive you unless you forgive others he wants, to, he wants to strip us from every offense and all unforgiveness so that we have got this highway of blessing and freedom flowing through our lives. It's just gone a bit quiet in here. Next one, the snag. The snag. Next snag. Snag of disappointments. We haven't seen God move. We don't see, we didn't see the healing take place. Or well, the answers come when we needed it, you know, when we wanted it on our terms. And man, I've been down this road as well. Just And you end up doubting his goodness to him. And you know, the best response you can do there is just be so honest with God. Pour out your disappointments. Let him know about the hurt you're feeling. He's, he's actually big enough to handle your pain. He's big enough to handle you're hurt. And the thing about disappointments is that we're dis, it robs you of your appointment. And so don't stay with disappointment. Today's going to be a day to get free of disappointment. The next snag is our imagination. You know, our imagination can actually snag us. It can stop us from receiving answers. What we focus on, we magnify. Negativity around us, around the way we think can actually become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I love Romans 8. It says, the mind governed by the the spirit is life and peace. It's this place of our imagination. It's this place where we're thinking about who we're thinking about people and things and our life and our circumstances. And then in Romans 12, it says that we need to be transformed with the renewing of our mind. Our imagination matters. And you, like Christ has done everything that he could for you so that you could be free in your head so that you could think clearly and dream big and not stay in this, you know, the familiar place that we go to, that default mood that you might have around your life. Mine, I have a default mood that it just, just wants to take me down there, just wants to go, Ugh. you know, I just want to go, oh man. But i got to pull myself up and challenge the way I'm thinking and let my imagination become fertile ground for the promises of God and the answers to his prayer so and the last one is maturity and this is this is um This isn't necessarily intentional or anything. This is actually can be our ignorance. And God wants to grow us so that we can receive, like I said, everything that he wants to give us. But he can't entrust to us what is going to destroy us. And so Hannah went on this maturing process before she could actually receive the answer to her prayer. You know, uh, often our answer to prayer is waiting for us to get ready. Like your answer could be waiting for you. Waiting for you to grow, to, you know, to stretch out. And I want to encourage everyone in this church to be a self-feeder. Don't just wait for things to wash over you and let life wash over you and circumstances wash over you. I want to encourage everyone to feed, to go after, to pursue insight, knowledge, get prayer, listen to podcasts, do what you can to grow and adopt a growth mindset. And we're going to go on. So there's just some things, some snags that we just. I want to very soon, we're just going to actually surrender some of that stuff over to God. But I'm going to first up uh, ask Jack Reedman. Jack's going to come up, and he is going to just bring something awesome right now. So how about we stand to our feet? This is a spoken word. And I want, like, right now in this moment, like, we're here for breakthrough today. That's right. Yeah. We're here to, because we believe that God is, he's fighting for us. And I want you just to receive these words that Jack has for you and what the Father really has for you through what he says this morning. So are we good, Jack? Come on.
3: The words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word that in speaking it motivates a moment, but lacks the motivation you are needing a motivation our world is truly needing because in this world there is plenty being spoken but not much of it giving more than some sort of death but in his death came he who conquered sin and death in his life, death and resurrection he turned the switch and with that he gave a new form of light a fresh breath of life just breathe. With that fresh breath of life, something beautiful happened. Every candle flickering had the chance to burn again. He allowed the useless to become useful. He allowed the unspoken to become outspoken. He allowed you, the flickering candle, to become a burning light. Shining bright, he spoke as the father of light came. And I'm calling you up to become that same light. You see, his light can't fix what you don't face. You are called to change the world, not complain about it. Our world is a show in superficial light. So give the world a show with real light taking center stage. You see, the sun, moon, and stars do not even compare to you. You were created in the image of the father of light. It's time for you to see that you are more than just a simple light. But you have the God-given right to know you have the father of light coursing through your veins. You see, the words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word. That in our speaking, it motivates a moment, but lacks the motivation we are needing. But all it takes is one moment with the Father to see we are called to be a light everlasting. You see, his light is weaved into our DNA. Don't miss out on what was freely given. Allow his light to increase and the world's light to decrease. By doing so, little by little, we will see others flickering become a burning light. You see, he did not give you this light to keep it in the four walls of a church or in your home, but to break down the door, accepting his countless reckless invitations to burst and to birth a flame so bright that the world can't help but want it as our town, our city, our nation, and our world truly, truly needs it. You see, the words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word that in speaking it motivates a moment but lacks the motivation we are needing but that it becomes a declaration through the father of lights to see that you are called to be this light to our town city nation as our world truly needs this light the father is in this place (laughs) the holy spirit is in this place jesus is in this place man, there's things that we've got to give over this morning, but it's time to praise the King of Kings. You see, when we think of praise, we think of it as always music playing or or a band being, but praise is just your heart connecting with God's heart. And that praise that, that you have inside you, you can begin to just speak it out. And you might be thinking here this morning, what have I got to Praise Him for. Man, the fact that you're awake this morning is good enough to praise Him for. You see, there is so much that we can praise the Father for. It's so good to be here this morning. I just want everyone to close their eyes because I really believe this. in this morning. When I was 17 years old, there was... Um, a prophet by the name of John Steele. For you who don't know him, he's a prophet of new life and one of the most incredible um, prophets that I've ever heard, or or to be honoured to be prophesied over, or to see prophesying God's name. and And he said to me once, he just I gave some stuff over about my father, and in that moment things changed. And but he said this: he said, "You'll begin to hear the father's heartbeat, and in that moment when you hear that heartbeat, that burum that burum You will know what to do next because it will not be you speaking, but it will be you. It will be me coming through you. And I just really believe right now that I I can hear that heartbeat. I can legitimately hear it in my heart and in my mind and in my ears. I can physically hear that heartbeat. And I'm believing that there is people right now in this place that will hear that same heartbeat. Because it's that heartbeat that saved you, it's that heartbeat that forgave you, it's that heartbeat that loves you, it's that heartbeat that needs you, it's that heartbeat that wants you, it's that heartbeat that says yes to just you being you. Man, so in that, I just, I just want you to just be quiet in this moment. And if you're brave enough, because man, God gave you everything you need to be brave, I just want you to begin to speak out maybe quietly. Man, what you just want to praise him for here or speak it loudly? It takes one moment for the fire of lights to change everything about you, your being, your well being, your mental, emotional, physical health. It takes God one moment, just begin. And if you just know there's something I just believe that's a stirring beginning in people's hearts and hear that there is something that someone needs to speak and just say God I just praise you for this I'm just going to be quiet for a moment Father I thank you that your heartbeat is so for us speak to us now as you do all the time This place is a safe place. This is the place where you can say out loud what you want to praise God for because it's in these walls that we get trained and equipped to take it onto the streets to see it become life. So God, right now, I'm just going to start this off. And church, if you would join me in praising him for whatever you want to praise him for, then please make a noise because God, I just thank you right now, Jesus. I praise you for giving me the chance to share you wherever I go. Jesus, I praise you right now for the fact that you're worthy to be praised. I praise you right now for the fact that you created Created the world, And when you created the world and you put the heavens and the stars and the mountains and the trees and the birds and the fish in the sea, you thought of me. You thought of me. Your word says that you know every single hair on my head. Right now, I just praise you for being able to count so well. <laughs> God, I thank you. Thank you, God. I just declare your praise. Your praise. Your praise, God. Your praise. I just praise you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, God. We just declare your praise.
2: Thank you, God. Praise. Praise. So good, Lord. Let's just stay in this place right now. Let's stay in a place of just posturing ourselves under an incredible Father, the Father of light, the Father who has got your freedom in mind. And I just want to encourage you right now just to come into agreement with whatever the Holy Spirit is showing you in this moment. And I just want to maybe just lead some people through just some prayers right here, as we've just touched on those prayer snags as well. I just want this to be an opportunity for us just to let some stuff go. And so, Father, right now, God, just for that that little word sin, God, we just want to confess just stuff in our heart, God, that whether we've just got, got distracted or we're willful, just mucking around and we've walked away from you. We're apathetic about who you are, God. We just want to confess that stuff to you, God. We just, well, you died on the cross for our anger and our pride and our jealousy and our, Lord, just our brokenness, Lord. And we surrender that to you in this moment, God. Lord, for any unforgiveness or offense that we've been carrying towards people, God, Lord, we just right now, we just like maybe just ask the Holy Spirit, are we, am I sweet with everyone? Am I sweet with everyone right now? Just ask the Holy Spirit, if He's just showing you anyone right now, God, together, Lord, we just release from our judgment. We release them from our hurt. We release them from our offense. We release them from our pain. And we bless them right now, God. We just bless them and we just declare your healing grace over their lives, God, just for disappointments, God, for for stuff that has just dissed my life and I felt like just just disappointed with where I'm at at this stage God I just I just thank you Father that right now that you want to reappoint us God that you want to reappoint our lives and put appointment and destiny on every person on every seat in this place we thank you for appointment and we say yes we will take our appointment. And we take, those, we take our appointments back from words that have been spoken against us and robbed us or words we've thought, and we disconnect, we break those disses off our lives in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, for being fully in this moment, fully in our appointment, God. God, we just give you our minds. We give you our imagination. We give you our default moods, God. We give you our grumpiness, Lord. Lord, we give you our apathy, God. We give you that place that we want to go to that, that, that actually it looks safe, but it isolates us. We give you that place, God, right now. We thank you for transformation, Lord, in our minds. Just heal the way we think about ourselves. Heal the way we think about our weak. We thank you that you are the God without limitations, God. You are unlimited, God. You have got, of dreams and you're thinking over our hearts and our lives, over our children, our great-grandchildren, these incredible, magnificent thoughts. And we just don't want to have things in our own head that you don't have in yours about us, God. Heal us. We just give you this, Lord. We give you ourselves. We give you our life today, Jesus. Thank you Jesus I just I just so believe that this is we're just going to go into a, a time of breakthrough prayer right now the Bible says that the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. The Bible says that we have not because we ask not, that we're two or more gathered, that He is going to be there, that faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. You know, I don't know how small you feel or how unable you feel about your prayer life, but I want to tell you that your prayers are powerful. Jesus prayed short prayers. He said, be healed, get well, stand up, go. You know, these weren't big long religious prayers and if you don't know how to pray today I want to encourage you that you do you just know how to speak something powerful over someone's life by saying the word of yes God or do it again Lord or freedom God or be filled in the Holy Ghost like you can pray a powerful prayer this morning so just before we're just going to, I'm just going to ask you really shortly to just find someone to pray over these three things. But just before we do that, let's just give a shout of praise to God right now on the count of three, okay? Let's just praise Him like, you know, like we never have before. Let's praise Him like you don't care, like you don't give a rip of who's standing around you about how you sound. Let's just give a heart praise to the King of Kings in this moment on the count of three. One, Two, three. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. You are mighty, God. We praise you. We, you're so holy and awesome, Lord. We thank you that you're our God of breakthrough, Lord. You're the, we, you're the God who cares, who is, who is well able to do everything you've said you'll do. And we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. You are mighty, God. We give you thanks, Lord, We just give you thanks for this opportunity. Okay, just right now, just go find someone and start speaking over them. Like just ask them whether you could put your hand on their shoulder or hold their hand or something like that first. But let's just start praying right now. Let's start praying over their life and over their needs in this place right now. God, we just thank you for every need in this place, God, that your grace is sufficient, Lord, that your love is magnificent, God. And I just declare that you are the God of breakthrough this morning. You're the God of freedom this morning. Lord, and I thank you that you hear every prayer that's being prayed. You know, if maybe there's um, two of you, you're wondering, you haven't quite got started, just look out for someone. There might be people that are around that don't have someone to pray with them. Let's just make sure that everyone has got someone to pray with them right now. Jesus, we just thank you for your will and your purpose. We just say, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, God, on earth as it is in heaven, God. Lord, I just we just give you thanks for our church. We give you thanks for our region today, God. We thank you that you have got plans to prosper, Lord, not to harm. Lord, that you've got plans to take every injustice and bring the justice of heaven down and around people's lives today, God. Lord, we just thank you, God, that you love this nation, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you love our families, God. We thank you, Father, Lord, that that this nation is a nation that is going to be like a light in the world to your love and your promises, God. And I just declare that every family and every person, every child here would be engaged in this light. And we release the light of life and the light of hope and the light of destiny and the light of freedom into lives, God. Lord, I just thank you, Father, whatever we bind on earth will be bound. In heaven, and we just right now release heaven's bounty, the blessings of heaven in Jesus' name. Just more, just more, Holy Ghost. I just pray for everyone, Lord, there'll be a fresh baptism, a fresh baptism in your presence right now, God. Thank you, Lord, do it again. You can do it, Lord. You can do it, Lord. You know every detail, every number of hairs on our heads, God. You know every detail. You care about every detail, God. Just more, Lord. Let your love just wash over and wash through this building today. We just thank you for restoration taking place right now. Lord, for restoration in families. Restoration with vision, God. Restoration, Lord. We Just release that Lord renewal God right now renewal renew in the Holy Spirit Lord just new God new Lord that that Lord we just thank you the kingdom of heaven is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost and we just release that righteousness we release peace today we release joy in the Holy Ghost just more Lord just more Lord just more Lord more Holy Spirit
1: More Holy
2: Spirit, more Holy Spirit, just more Holy Spirit, just more Holy Spirit, just more Holy Spirit, just more Holy Spirit. Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You know, if you're here today and you just know that you're not right with God, you just know that you're just like, you feel like you're on the outside looking in in this moment and it feels kind of awkward I just want to give you an invitation to receive Jesus right now in this moment and I'd love to pray with you if that's you you want you know that you need to step towards God's heart for you today I just want to invite you to come up the front right now just come on up the front and we'd love to pray with you if you want to get right with Jesus in this moment we would love to pray for you He loves you. He wants to extend His grace into your life. I just want to open up the front right now for anyone who wants to surrender their life to Christ in this moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just more, Lord. Just more, Lord. Over any sickness in this room, we just release healing in Jesus' name in Jesus name over poverty Lord we thank you right now we surrender poverty and we we receive the abundance of heaven that we would prosper as our soul prospers I release the prosperity of heaven
4: thank you Jesus
0: service this morning but I just encourage you if you need prayer for anything maybe things have been brought up just in this last bit of time and you just want someone to stand with you, then we just encourage you at the end of the service, just come up to the front and the ministry team will pray for you. Also, just want to let you know that on Monday the 18th, so that's not tomorrow, but the following Monday, Thrive Prayer is starting here, fortnightly from 7 till 8, and we would love to have you join us. So put that on your calendar every fortnight starting the 18th. Otherwise, go on out, have a fantastic day. Bless you in Jesus' name. Be, this might be your first time here today, then we want to say an especially big welcome to you. We hope that you feel like you belong here this morning and just really enjoy your time with us. And we'd love to put one of these welcome brushes in your hand. So, if on the way out this, um, at the end of the service, just grab one of those from either side of the double doors there. Now, who's excited to be at church this morning? Yeah? Me too. This is a good day. This is the day that God has made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in it. We are in week three of our prayer series. And at the end of the service, we're going to be standing together. We're going to be praying and believing together for God just to... Release breakthrough in our lives, to release freedom, to release healing, because, you know, God is in the business of answering prayers. He is in the business of bringing freedom. He's in the business of healing, of life, of hope, of joy, all that good stuff. God is our good dad, and he's got good things for us as his kids. So we're going to be standing and believing for maybe there's things that um, you're just wanting to see God do in your life this year. We're going to agree together on that at the end of the service, and we know that God's going to do good things here today. All right, kids, in just a moment, we're going to release you out to your program. But before we do that, anyone who's doing Thrive Discovery, go on out to um, your course out the back there as well. We'll let you get out before you get stampeded. Um, Thrive Discovery, just for those who don't know, is our growth course. It's all about finding out more about yourself, understanding more of why we do what we do at church as well. So big shout out to those who are taking part. Well done, you guys. And kids, just feel free to follow on out there after them. Have fun. Awesome. Just as we head on out, let's just pray together and give this time to God. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you're with us right now. And we thank you that wherever you are, that there is freedom. And so God, we welcome your freedom in this place today. God, we just open ourselves up to you and say, just have your way in us today. God, have your way in the service, be glorified through everything that happens. And God, we just thank you for an open heavens in this place. God, we just thank you for for just signs and wonders and miracles following the preaching of your word today, God. We just agree together for everything that you want to release here today. We say yes in Jesus' name. Awesome. Let's just worship him.
6: His body, his body bound and drenched in tears. They laid him down in Joseph's tomb, the entrance sealed by heavy stone. Messiah still and all alone. Come on, can we sing this together, every voice? in A break of dawn the sun of a Song shall pierce the night, and I will rise among the saints with my gaze transfixed on Jesus' face. Oh, Lord, come on, can we sing that again? And oh, praise the name of the Lord our God, and oh, praise his name forever. And he shall return in robes of white. The blazing sun shall pierce the night. And I will rise among the saints. My gaze transfixed on Jesus' face. So we just sing that last line again. No rise. And I will rise among the saints. My gaze transfixed on Jesus' face. Well, one more time we sing. And I will rise among the saints. With my gaze transfixed on Jesus' face.
0: Is from Romans 8. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We've just been singing about God's love here this morning. You know, the amazing thing about his love is that it's incredibly gentle. It's compassionate. His love wraps around us and keeps us safe. But at the same time, his love is so powerful and strong. Like we were singing about that he would tear down walls, that he would just demolish lies around our lives because he wants to encounter us so much with his love. And I don't know where you're at this morning where you need to know maybe the gentleness of God's love his comfort just that his face is turned towards you and that he sees you or maybe you need to know that he is fighting on your behalf that his love for you is powerful today I just want us to take a moment maybe you want to just lift your hands to God just as a kind of like a sign holding your hands to receive a gift and saying God I want to know more of your love God, I want that revelation of your love for me. God, I give you permission to tear down anything that would try and separate us from you because I know that nothing can actually separate me from your love. God, I give you permission to demolish lies in my life. I give you permission to fill me with your love. Holy Spirit, as we just are standing in your presence here, I just thank you for more of your love just coming and filling us, coming and surrounding us God that wraparound love that holds us safe and secure God I thank you for that powerful love just coming and invading our souls, bringing healing God, restoring I just declare your love ruling and reigning in every single heart here God I declare that the power of your love overcomes anything else in this place today. And God, in this moment, we just say yes to more of your love. somebody here today, maybe more, that are feeling lost. I don't know in what way, but yeah, there's some people that are just feeling a bit lost. I believe God wants you to know that he is running after you, that in his love you are found, that you're not escaping his attention, that he sees you, that he knows you. You are found in him today. Before we move on today, we just want to pray for Chris and Ruth Diath um, and Meph over in Arnhem Land. For those of you who don't know, Chris and Ruth were our previous senior pastors before Glenn and I stepped into the role about four and a half years ago, and Chris um, felt cool to be a pilot and to go and serve um, with Mission Aviation Fellowship and over at the top of Australia. So they've been over there for the past three and a bit years, and yeah, just... Really doing an amazing job with the team over there. Chris is now project manager, um, and they've got such a heart for the Yongle people in the Northern Territory there, too, to encounter freedom and the love and the hope of God. So, today I just thought it would be amazing if we can partner together and just agree with God's best for their lives, God's best for MAF over there, and for the Yongle people. And over this weekend, MAF is actually holding, Meff Arnhem Land is holding their annual conference. This is a fantastic time for us just to release god's blessing over them so let's just extend a hand that way somewhere i think australia maybe over there Um, and at the end of this we're just going to give a big shout out to chris and ruth i think glenn's going to be videoing just to let them know that we love them that we care about them that we're so fully behind them because as a church we're supporting these guys and so we're a part of what they're doing over there and we just want to really bless them today so get ready to give a big shout out to them so let's just pray for pray for them God, I thank you that your eyes are on Arnhem Land. God, that that territory of northern territory has such a precious place in your heart, that the Yongle people have such an important place in your heart. God, that you talk about in your word that the number of thoughts you think about us are more numerous than the grains of sand on the seashore. And that's what you're thinking about those people up in the northern territory. God, we thank you for your plans to prosper them and not to give them harm, Lord, to give them hope and a future. And we agree with that together today. We agree with your incredible hope and future for the Yongle people. God, for Meth and for the team over there as they're having this conference this weekend, we declare refreshing and blessing over them, God. We thank you for Holy Spirit encounters over this weekend. God, for new passion rising within them, God, for new sense of the cool that you've placed on their lives. And we thank you for Chris and Ruth. We declare your blessing and your favor and your peace and your goodness over them today. We declare good health in every sense of the word, Jesus. And God, we thank you that they today would know your love, God, and that they would know the love that we have for them as well, God. We just say yes to the plans and promises that you have for that family in Jesus' name. Okay, let's just give these guys a great big shout-out, a great big clap, and let them know that we love them. love you guys standing with you you're
4: awesome
0: all right thanks church before we go um onto the minute mingle i just want to can we have a little bit more light just so i can see where these people are because i can't really see any faces right this minute yeah that's better i can just see there you are maddie and tristan so this is actually maddie's last sunday with us Mary, you have been such an amazing blessing in this church. On the band, definitely, but just who you are... Um I don't know if you realize just what you carry just by being you, by the faithfulness um, in your life and just your heart for God. And I just want to say thank you for that. We're going to miss you guys. So Maddie and Tristan are getting married next month and they've both been in different churches and they've decided, which is really cool, that they're going to find a church together for them as a married couple. So we just want to pray blessing over you guys. But just felt one thing I just wanted to say is God sees the faithfulness of both of your hearts, and he loves it. Now, there's this verse that says that he who is faithful with a little, God's going to give him much. And I just really believe that God's got a lot for you guys. He's got a lot of amazing things for you. He sees your heart. He sees the things that are stirring you. He sees the dreams. And I feel like he's saying a big, fat yes over all of that. All right, let's just reach a hand out to these guys and release his blessing over them today. God, we thank you for Maddie and Tristan. God, we thank you for the way that you brought Maddie to us for this time, and God, we just honour her for everything that she's brought to us, God. We honour both of them for who they are as people. God, we declare your incredible blessing on them as they go into this next season. I thank you for so much joy surrounding their lives. God, I declare strength and well-being over them as well, God, in mind and body and emotions. God, I just, as the prayer in numbers goes, Lord, we just declare that you would bless them and keep them, God, that your face would shine on them, that you'd be gracious to them, and that you'd give them peace every single day of their lives. We just bless them. We bless their future, God. We thank you for those good plans for their lives, and we just say yes to that in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, all right. We're gonna just do a minute mingle. So maybe find somebody that you haven't seen tie to for a while, and go find out something you didn't know about them. <laughs> Let's just come back and find a seat again. You guys are so good at this mingling business. Well done. Coming up next week, we have pastors Adam and Anita White who are going to be with us. They're from Connect Church in Paraparaumu. They're also the leaders of the New Life Movement um, here in New Zealand and across the world and amazing people. And we're going to be in for a real treat having them here. So... Just If you see somebody that hasn't been at church today, remind them about it, invite friends along. Um, Pastor Adam is also very funny, so it's going to be a great service together next week. All right, let's check out this week's church news.
5: how good was that I'm oh, sorry I was busy having a conversation with Aiden hey if you um have if you're new here my name is Mitch uh, my wife and I are the youth pastors here at Thrive Church and um here on Friday night um just been so a couple of days ago there was um about 150 um, young people from all across, from Kaikoura right down to Ashburton. We all came together and um, we had this incredible dude, Elijah Burden. He was preaching um, and he and, and he came and he spoke with uh, with all of us. And, um, and so we're meeting, rallying up to Storm Camp, which starts in just over six weeks, which is like crazy close. I'm like a little bit nervous that I'm not more nervous about Storm Camp, but hey, I want to give you just a couple of ways that you could help um, get some young person in the room at Storm Camp, because I tell you what, if you can get either your kids or get the youth in this church to Storm Camp, incredible things will happen because you know what, it, it, it will fast track years of spiritual growth. I know of a girl who, who met Jesus at Storm Camp and that same night was prophesying and praying for the young people that were also meeting Jesus because that was just what was happening in the environment. And so you want to make sure that every single person that's at this church, every single young person is in the room at And can actually focus. And so, here are two, three simple ways you can do that. I can't remember the first one. So here's the first one: is get your kids there. If if you've got kids, get them there. Second is we need volunteers because we want to make sure that none of our young people have to be serving on security or doing those kinds of things. Because we want them in the room. We want them to be um, actually encountering. We want to be them to be hearing what God's saying to them. We want. Those life-changing moments to take place. So that's the first way. Um, The 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 key thing that you could do is you could come along. You could serve. Come talk to me. Talk to Larissa. She's not here. Or talk to Jared. Uh, He he would love to hear from you. Um, And the third thing that you could do is sponsor um, someone a camp. Camp is only $90. We make it as like cheap as possible because we're like we want we want kids to be there. Most youth camps or conferences around New Zealand are like upwards of like 150 bucks we're the cheapest storm camp that there is um, and we do everything so that we can get people in the room we don't run at a profit we just want to have those life-changing moments and so if you could give five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars five hundred dollars a thousand dollars whatever you feel like God's saying if you could give that um, I know that it would be money well sown into the lives of young people who are going to be the next generation in this church. Amen? Cool. Awesome. You can tell I'm passionate about it because I started preaching, and I'm really sorry for that, Pastor. Hey, but why don't you, run right across this building, why don't you stand up to your feet right now, and we're going to honor the man of God, Pastor Glenn, as he comes to bring the word this morning.
2: Awesome. It was so cool to uh, get down here on Friday night um, and just check out a room full of... Raucous young people it was so cool, like heaps of fun happening and great worship and praise and just an awesome night. Um, hey, a uh, couple of other things: we've got baptisms happening uh, in two weeks, um, and we're going to be baptising people after the second service out the back by the climbing wall. And uh, we have bought a inflatable spa pool so that we can do that. So it's going to be pre-warmed. Uh, and everyone went, Woo, who's going to get baptized? So turn to your neighbor and say, hey, do you need to get baptized? <laughs> and then dob them in if they do. Now, um, if you if you need if you want to get baptized, um, you can sign up at info today and next week in between services, we're going to be running like a 20 minute just uh, teaching on baptism and what it's all about, so you can kind of grab like the why and God's heart for it, and that'd be awesome to get amongst that. Uh, also, uh, just that we mention out there in the foyer, you may have seen our expansion offering circle. Has everyone seen that? How empty that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not going to be empty. Hope hopefully this time next week we've actually we actually purchased a whole lot of little. Um, gold balls, yellow balls from China, and uh, they got sent to Germany uh, instead of New Zealand. So they must have, must have been another Thrive Church in the world, and they went there. So you'll be able to see, um, like, kind of where we're at, what, what actual money has been given into our expansion offering, which is amazing, and, and uh, so $113,000 has been pledged in the last kind of two or three weeks, so isn't that amazing? Like, that's exciting. Really awesome, and uh, so we're going to be just filling that up. Our goal uh, this year is $250,000, and once we get some real money in there, we, re- we really will be looking for land to purchase. And um, so, yeah, it's it's cool. We've got it, we've actually probably got around 100k there now, about 90,000 real dollars in, so it's so good. Hey, uh, so we are in our third week of our prayer series. So once you've done today, you're gonna be like the world's greatest intercessor. Uh, You're gonna be on fire for seeing breakthrough in your own life and your family's life and those around you. And so we had a great time in our first service, Um, finishing this service today by just praying over each other's lives. Like, you know, this is kind of like, we're gonna get active. And uh, when we started this service, we talked about, getting three things that you were believing God for in your own life. Like, you know, maybe there's something personal. Maybe you're praying for someone else's breakthrough, and, and maybe there's uh, just something else in there in your heart that you want to see freedom uh, for our region or something like that. And if you haven't got three things today, you have permission right now to just dream with God about, hey, what what do I want with my life? What um, what do you, Where do you want to lead me in breakthrough towards? And so we want to have this time where we're actually praying together for one another's needs at the end of the service. Jack's going to come up and uh, give us a spoken word word as well this morning, which is going to be so cool. So we've had this um, prayer door. This has been our door uh, that's been here representing uh, this gateway of prayer that God has uh, positioned for each one of us. You know, in Matthew 7, uh, verse 7, it says, he says, you know, knock, knock, and the door will be opened. So Jesus lays out this kind of connection that we can have with God through prayer, that He wants to be the kind of Father, the kind of good God that actually uh, invades his, our life with His answers because we went to this door and we knocked and I don't know how your prayer life is at the moment or, or what you what you think of when I when I say the word prayer but maybe maybe right now in this season you've been just at a door like you feel like you've just been like hammering away for for so long and it's like man god I just I want breakthrough. Like, give me this thing that I'm believing for. I'm I like, at least, I, give me a girlfriend. I want a girlfriend. I want to start with a girlfriend. That's a good place to start. I don't know what your burden is uh, in your life, but God, I want to tell you today that God knows your needs before you even ask for them. That's the kind of Father that He is to each one of us. And maybe prayer for you is like, you know, you you think of prayer, you look and you're like, you walk past the door of prayer and you're like, I'm not looking. That was something that you used to know. That was something that you used to do. uh, But you just kind of got disappointed along the way, uh, because you didn't actually see the things that you were believing for in your own life. And So today, though, I'm going to be talking a little bit about some things that can actually prevent God from actually answering our prayers. And it's not like exhaustive, it's not like a a formula that you have to follow or anything like that, but it's just some things that you'll be able to take away and actually consider around, actually, what do I need to do with this so I can get breakthrough in my life? Do you know that, like, God wants each one of us to be real about our circumstances, like, I think the first thing that we need to do when we consider prayer is just think about how, like, He is seeing your life at the moment. And if you are trying to avoid. Him and, and your prayer life because you're like, you feel so ashamed, or you feel like, I just, you know, I can't go there, I can't go to God because you don't know what's going on in my heart. I want to just tell you from the get go that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That He even he already knows your stuff, He knows the burdens, and He knows the restrictions, and He knows maybe the pain that you're carrying. And I just want to encourage you today just to remind yourself that you can be completely real. Prayer is not a religious thing. Like yesterday, I went down the river, and it's my kind of go-to like place um, for prayer. I just love to get out, and nature's good for me. And I just went down there, and I'd just been feeling kind of meh, you know? I just like, it's meh. Just like, does anyone ever feel like, uh, you know, what is this life thing? Like, what am I doing with my life? I, I mean, yes, I've come this far, and you know, I'm not 20 anymore. When I was 20 years old, like like the next 20 years, they had this big question mark around like, wow, you know, what what the opportunity is going to come my way? And and what am I going to... And, and by the time I'm this old, I'm going to have all... You know, this part of my life is going to be sorted. And, and, you know, yesterday, I was just feeling like, God, I just... I feel a little bit at the end of myself. I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I feel like I just... You know, I don't know, does anyone else feel like at times you just go through the motions of life and it's just like, same thing, different day, you go to work, you prepare a sermon. (laughs) Probably not so many of you. You do what you did this time last week and then you get home at 5.36, you spend two hours putting the kids to bed or four hours if it goes really bad. And then you spend like one hour cramming your entire adult life into uh before you go to bed. <laughs> I'll just put the kids to bed. Freedom, no, we can be an adult. And, uh, <laughs> and you know that's not the way that God actually wants each one of us to live. He doesn't want each one of us to just go through the motions of life. He wants each one of us to be raw, to be real, to be sold out, to be, you know, like to be lost in his cause, to be found in his cause, to be pursuing this life that is God. Great purpose. Great purpose. Everyone in this building, every seat, everyone is a child of God. Every one of you are actually destined for great purpose. You're not called to just go through the motions of life, but He wants to bring uh, into your life such a shift and transition. If you're feeling like I'm disconnected, like I'm just not plugged into any kind of cause or purpose, you know, the, the first place to start is His throne of grace, says in Hebrews 4 that we can approach his throne of grace with great boldness, presenting our requests before him. It's not a throne of judgment. It's not a throne of condemnation. It is a throne of grace. And we can rock up to this grace and just say, Father, you see me. You just see how frustrated I am. You just see this stuff in my life that I'm not proud of. You just see this, but I just want to burn with the kind of love that you have to give my life. I just want to be sold out completely and utterly. I don't want to just go through, pass on through. I want to just be caused with your heart again. I want to be caused in the little details, in the way that I talk to my children, in the way that I respond to strangers. I want to just cause every part of my life to burn with this passion for your name. I want to be present. I want to be present in my world, you know? And I just, I'm so excited for where he's leading you know, his church internationally, globally, you know, locally, like Jesus is just, like there are people that are just on fire for his name. And I, I want to tell you that you can burn. Man, we're called to burn bright, not to be dim, but to burn bright with this kind of radical love that he has for each one of our, our lives. And and so I just want to take a few minutes just to recap What I talked about two weeks ago when I talked about this woman called Hannah, and she had this son called Samuel who became an incredible prophet, a world changer. But before she had Samuel, all she had was this emptiness all she had was this gap in her life where she didn't know what breakthrough looked like. She didn't know that she was going to have a son. She just had a burden to have a child. And, and so, she just, she had, oh, so she had around her, she had other people with lots of babies, and she just had this burden. And so she said this in 1 Samuel 1. In her deep anguish, anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow saying, "Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will even be used on his head." That's a dangerous prayer. Right there it's it's this prayer that says, "God, whatever you give me, I want to give back to you. Whatever you send to me is it's yours. He is yours." Recently, we bought a painting from Australia and uh, in, and imported it into New Zealand. So we bought it online and imported it. And another cool long story, but we we bought this painting and I, I love it when you, uh, you you purchase online and you can watch the tracking of your goods. Does anyone has anyone ever done that before? You like, and it shows up in New Zealand, and you're like, well, look, it's crossing the New Zealand Channel. No. <laughs> The, the, no, the Cook Strait. That's right. I was going to say the English Channel. <laughs> we don't have that here. Crossing, and then it's making its way down past Kaikoura. And we're like, oh, don't let there be another earthquake. And it comes all the way, and you can see its progress. Well, we bought this painting, and we could see that it would be, you know, the artist packaged it up, and he, and he um, sent it to New Zealand. And it was making great progress. It arrived at Melbourne Airport, checked in. Watched some in-flight movies as it made its way over over the Tasman Sea, but when it got to New Zealand, it hit a snag. It just it totally stopped the progress of this painting got stopped at the New Zealand border. And it felt like there was this wall of opposition preventing it from going any further. And so what had happened, though, when it arrived in New Zealand, did it actually come into the New Zealand jurisdiction and, and, and the, into the governance of New Zealand before we could actually receive it? We had to actually go through this process to be able to receive it. We paid GST and we filled out lots of documents and I sold the kidney and it filled out more documents. And eventually we were able to actually receive this painting because it became compliant with New Zealand law. Has it ever felt to you like heaven has a border patrol, like restricting what leaves heaven? You've been like, when is this coming? And and it's like in heaven, it's like angel one, prevent that good from leaving to earth that is off limits. You know, and, and you're like, what's going on, God? I've been praying for this for so long. So why do our prayers remain unanswered? See, Hannah, she carried this desire for a child for years. She prayed for years. And then suddenly, we see heaven respond to her prayer. What did she do differently that she hadn't done before? And the the Bible shows us that she actually drew out, she drew from a deeper well, a deeper prayer. She changed her prayer and because she, she said, do not forget your servant, but give her a son and I'll give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And, and, and it shifted, her prayer life shifted from I'm barren, I'm needy, I give me a child to, hey, I want to give what you give me fully back to you. And so this new prayer that Hannah prayed would actually both bless her and cost her would bless her and cost her, because God has caught, He wants to bless us, but He wants that blessing to flow through our lives. And so sometimes, like we see in the story with Hannah, that sometimes actually God requires us to uh, engage in a personal journey of discovery and growth before He will actually entrust to us the gift that He wants to give us. And that's painful and that's frustrating but your uh, the part of our prayer life is about pursuing in faith everything that God's calling us to and also who we are becoming in the process so so your pain today and your unanswered prayers i just want to tell you it doesn't necessarily mean that you're on the right or the wrong track it just means that there's actually a process that God is out working in your life. And she became everything that she needed to become to be able to give the gift that only she could give through this pursuit of the promise that was on her life. So what's holding up our prayers? I'm going to call these prayer snags. I'm just going to touch on a few things and then we're actually just going to spend a little bit of time actually just giving some stuff over to God this morning before Jack comes up, which is going to be so good. So the first thing, the first prayer snag is sin. Um, and sin, it just hinders prayer. It hinders that connection with our relationship with God. And it will snap, kind of snap the power line and the connection between us and God responding to us. In James five sixteen it says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Can you see that's one verse there? And and I'd never seen that that was one verse. I knew those two sentences, but actually there's a connection there between righteousness being powerful and effective. And the Bible says that we become the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. So when we come into agreement with what Jesus has done on the cross for us. We're actually made righteous. We're actually like given a fresh start, a second chance, a whole new, you know, it's, it's, a, it's glory. It's, you're a new creation. But if we just kind of stay stuck willfully sinning, like our righteousness actually, it, ca- it can, what have I got? What's my word here? That's it. Because it's a big subject, this one. If we keep willfully sinning, we can forfeit, forfeit our righteousness. And I just want to touch on that this morning because that's a, that's a whole big deal, that sort of thing. And it's like, hey, well, when am I not righteous enough? And, you know, that's a, that's a huge kind of thing. But you know, God, this whole thing about sin in our lives, that's, that's a case of actually God actually showing us what needs to be put into order so that we can, you know, get free from the stuff that is preventing us to move forward in relationship and in on into our promises, really, in life. So the next snag that you may be hung up on is uh, unforgiveness or offense. And I like this is a biggie because we're justice people, eh? We're like that's not fair. And um, when I was youth pastor, I um, I just counselled so many young people that weren't church people that had come from uh, a home that had their parents separated, and I don't want to put any. Guilt thing on anyone here today, but the the um these kids would just be really hurting about what had happened, uh, and you know they're blaming themselves. But so much of it is that they were blaming themselves, but they were still blaming their parents, and they were just hurting. And we'd pray for them, and they'd manifest and like spiritual stuff, and we wouldn't see the breakthrough. And it wasn't until we led them in a prayer of forgiveness. That they got free because who knows the truth will set you free. And so we were, we just, just pray a simple prayer like, by your grace, Father, I choose to give, I choose to forgive this person, my mum or my dad, and they will get free in those moments because unforgiveness becomes a wall that grace cannot flow through. No matter how right you are, if you're carrying offence, it's only going to be a wall. Jesus said, unless you forgive others, you can't be forgiven yourself. The next snag is disappointments. Um, And this can come from like not seeing God move. This can come from like years of frustration or this can come from comparing yourself with someone else. And so you just kind of give up. And if you're feeling disappointed about who you are or where you're at or what's going on in your life, the best thing you can do is actually pour your heart out to God and share that with other people. Like to not go it alone. Like he's big enough to handle your disappointments, your frustration with him. He is like, he is so, so for you. And he wants to heal you. And he wants to reappoint you where that diss has come in and stolen your appointment, stolen that dream away that you had for your life. He wants to reappoint you so that you can pursue everything that he's called you and created you to be. The um, the next one is our imagination can actually take us out. It can snag us and it can restrict what uh, is flowing through us and to us in life. You know, what we focus on, we magnify and negativity can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know about you, but I've got this default mood that can come around me if I'm like just feeling like not awesome, and I just go into this meh kind of zone, I'm just like, whatever, like, I'm a victim, I just, I'm grumpy, I'm feeling negative, I've just been real, it's not all the time, but I just get this default mood, it always wants to just, like, suck me, <laughs> you know, and I'm, like, dying again, and not feeling thankful, not, you know, not appreciating everything that's around me, and I'm, like, I'm thinking of myself, and just get in that rut, and I've got to call myself out of that. I've actually got to like, hey, I've got to self-arrest here and, and take a hold of my imagination. And, and Because, you know, in Romans 12, it says that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our, of our minds. That's a, a major battleground for us, and so we need to push back on those thoughts that want to bring oppression around our lives. And, and it says in Romans um, 8 that the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. And so, this place in between our ears, it's such an important zone to guard. And I want to encourage you today that God wants you to be someone who is dreaming big, thinking big, hoping big, praying big, encouraging yourself, you know, partnering with the, the, the same words that God is saying about you. Like that is your imagination. And it, like a, a, an imagination is like good soil. When the seed of the kingdom lands in that baby, like something good is gonna grow because you're fertilizing it with promise and hope and joy and victory and declaration of life. And so, man, if you're if you're here today and your your self-talk has been something like, Man, I'm not creative, or if I was more like so-and-so, or if I just, you know, if I just had a better job, or I just wanna tell you that right now, like God can do something with where you're at today. He wants to bless you today. He wants to encourage you today and grow you today. He wants you to start thinking about yourself in the light of his promises. He wants to take you into a place of maturity like Hannah. And like Hannah, often our answer to prayer is waiting on us to get ready. Waiting, waiting on us to mature, waiting on us to get ready are uh, able to become able to be able to receive everything that God has for our lives. So I just wonder if we'd all just stand now, right now, um, because I just want to pray over each one of those areas, and then I'm going to ask Jack to come up. And we're just going to, like, just be a little bit real in this moment. You can be a little bit vulnerable. Maybe we'll have the house lights down just a little bit dimmer. And I just, because I believe that God wants to bring freedom into our lives today. Is that good? That is good. That is good. So we're just going to do this like, we've got no music here. This is just you and Jesus. I just want you to forget about the people around you right now. Maybe just lift your hands to Jesus. And just, if if you've dealt with this stuff, I just want you to be praying over the, this room, praying over this region, praying over, um, just praying over others. So just in this area of sin, God, right now, Lord, I just, We just thank you that you have a throne of grace that we can approach. You can say amen. We've got a throne of love. We've we've got a father that is so for us and not against us, God. And we just want to confess the sin in our heart, Lord. Just whatever's there, God, we just want to surrender that stuff, whether it's anger, pride, jealousy, God, whether it's just uh, like criticism, Lord. Or we're just doing some dumb stuff, God. We just surrender that to you because we just can't carry it anymore as a burden, Lord, and we just release that off our lives, God. Lord, for anything that we're carrying uh, in regards to unforgiveness or offense, we just forgive those people that have felt it's felt like they've put us in a prison, and, and we haven't been able to escape from this stuff that goes around and around in our hearts. And right now, just by your grace, Jesus, we just release those people from our judgment. We release them. We forgive them for what they've done to us. We bless them. We just pray, Holy Spirit, you would encounter their lives and that they would know your incredible love. And we take back our appointment that it felt like they took from us, God. We take back those, you know, the, the lost years and the, and the space that we've been left in. We take back all the good things, Lord, that we feel like that their unforgiveness um, left, left from us, God. And Lord, we just right now, lastly, we just want to give you our mind. We want to give you our imagination. We just surrender the vows that we've made against ourselves, Lord. Criticizing ourselves, Lord, we just we just pray that you'd help us change our default mood. Like just lift us up, Holy Spirit. We just we want to we want to go to the mountaintops, God. We want to tread on the heights in the way that we think, and we just, we just bind up all that junk that just wants to keep us down. Lord, we just break those disappointments. Lord, we just break them off our mind, and we just thank you. Your word says that we have the mind of Christ, that the mind governed by the Spirit is life and freedom, and we receive fully your freedom today. All right, let's just put our hands together and welcome up Jack, because he's just going to come and bring... A word.
3: The words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word that in speaking it motivates a moment but lacks the motivation you are needing, a motivation our world is truly needing. Because in this world there is plenty being spoken, but not much of it giving more than just some sort of death, But in his death came he who conquered sin and death. In this life, death, resurrection, he turned on the switch. And with that, he gave a new form of light, a fresh breath of life. Just breathe. With that fresh breath of life, something beautiful happened. Every candle flickering had the chance to burn again. He allowed the useless to become useful. He allowed the unspoken to become outspoken. He allowed you, the flickering candle, to become a burning light. Shining bright, he spoke as the father of Lights came. Now calling you up to become that same light. You see, his light can't fix what you don't face. And you are called to change the world, not to complain about it. Our world is a show in superficial light. So give the world a show with real light taking center stage. You see, the sun, moons, and stars do not even compare to you. You are created in the image of the Father of light. It's time for you to see that you are more than just a simple light, but that you have the God-given right to know that you have the Father of light coursing through your very veins. You see, the words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word that speaking it in the moment motivates us but lacks the motivation we are needing but all it takes is one moment with the father to see we are called to be a light everlasting his light is weaved into your dna Don't miss out on what was freely given. Allow his light to increase and the world's light to decrease. By doing so, little by little, we will see others flickering, become a burning light. You see, he did not give you this light to keep it in the four walls of church and your home, but to break down the door, accepting his countless and reckless invitation to burst and to birth a light so bright that the world can't help but want it as our town, city, nation, and our world truly needs it. The words that come from my lips, I don't want them to be another motivating word that in speaking it motivates a moment, but the, lacks the motivation we are needing, but that it becomes a declaration through the Father of lights. I see you are called to be a light to our town, city, nation, as our world truly needs that light. (sighs) Thank you, Father. God, we just thank you that you're in this place, God. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is here. We thank you, Jesus, that you are here. God, we just thank you Man, we're giving some stuff over and there's probably some more we could give and some more stuff that is about to be given. But in this moment, the King of Kings is truly in this place. And we have the honor and the privilege to praise him because there is something to be praiseful for. I said in the first service, and I'll say it again, if you don't know what to be praiseful for, you woke up this morning. <laughs> That's good enough. You actually walked outside. You put your clothes on. That is good enough to praise him for. You see, he gave every single thing about you to you. He's only made one you. He's only only made one you. God, I just thank you right now. I just believe in this moment that the heartbeat of the Father is in this place. That I believe I can hear it. When I was 17 years old, uh, there was this prophet called John Steele who spoke over to me that when you hear the heartbeat of heaven, you will know what to do next because it won't be you that is speaking, it will be me speaking through you. And I believe in this moment that that same heartbeat, I believe that people will begin to see visions here. I believe people in this room right now will begin to hear that very heartbeat. Church, there is so much to be praiseful for. There's so much to praise him for. I just want to invite you with me to begin to just speak some of them things out loud. It may start small, then you may realize, wow, there is so much to be thankful for because God gave everything so you could have life right now. You see, he didn't just die so that we could be in church. He died so we could see the world set free. This is a broken nation. This is a broken town, but we have a whole God. (laughs) God, right now, I just declare in your name, Jesus, I just thank you. I just praise you for the fact that I woke up this morning. God, I just thank you that your word says you know every single... Come on, church, begin to speak it out loud. Something actually comes when we activate our voice. When we activate our voice, when we begin to speak it out loud, I believe there is a shift in the atmosphere. I believe there's a shift in your own life. Come on, begin to speak it out. Begin to go louder and louder. God, I just thank you. I thank you, Jesus, right now, that you I know every single hair on my head. You're a really good counter. I praise you for that. I thank you, God, that you're good at accounting. I thank you, God, that you're good at speaking. I thank you, God, that you're good at driving. I thank you, God, that you have called us by name. Oh, God, we just praise you here this morning. <laughs> God, I just release your joy and your freedom. <laughs> God, I just release your joy and your freedom. Thank you, Father God. Man, thank you, Jesus. Mm, Thank you, God. Can we just have a shout of praise for the King of Kings, because he is good. Come on, Jesus. We just thank you. We just believe in you. We just trust you. We just thank you. Come on, louder. He is worthy of your praise. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Thank you, Father. Um,
2: So good, so good. All right, just stay standing because we're just going to like just enter into that time of just praying for each other really, really soon. And so I just like this this time is is an opportunity where we actually are believing for God to release answers into people's lives today, like right now right now we're looking like for these kind of moments right now like this is what this is what we're believing for you know you might not you might not think you know how to pray you might think that like, I've never really prayed for anyone i just want to tell you that you're in really good company you don't have to say much jesus said the shortest prayers ever he was like be healed be filled Be whole, arise and walk. And he just, what he said though, was he spoke from a promise. He spoke from a hope. He spoke from the sense that I am connected to the Father's heart, to this person's need. So we're just going to be praying for each other right now. And and I want to encourage you to make the most of this moment. Like there's some urgency here. Whoever you're going to pray for, their breakthrough is in your lips. It's in your declaration. It's in your posture of faith. So I just want you right now maybe to go and um Go stand next to someone, go find someone that you're going to pray for over these three things or or over their lives and, and just ask them, can I put a hand on your shoulder or can I hold your hand or just, you know, just get responsive. Get responsive right now. So you can go and do that right now. Go find someone. I just like, if you see anyone standing beside, behind them or by themselves, just maybe make a three happen so that everyone has got someone to pray for and to be prayed for. Come on, let's do this right now. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you for this moment. We just thank you that you are the God of breakthrough. We just thank you that you're the God of promise. You're the God of open doors, of answered prayers. Lord, you hear every need right now in this building. Every soul in this building, you care deeply for every life here today. And Jesus, we just thank you that you, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We thank you for every promise being fulfilled because you are the promise giver. God, we just pray right now for families, Lord, to be made whole, for marriages to be strengthened, God, for businesses to thrive, God. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for freedom to happen, God. We thank you for salvation in this place right now. Holy Spirit, just fill. We just pray for your filling, Lord, your filling, your filling, your filling filling right across people's lives, your filling, your presence. Thank you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. We thank you that you are the God who says yes and amen. And we agree with promise we agree with victory God I just thank you that you are a shield of favor and your favor surrounds us like a shield God and I just declare that out right now that people who have never felt favor never felt seen Lord would start knowing that they're loved and valuable and connected with the heartbeat of God Lord I just pray and declare right now that you are so awesome I just thank you for what you're doing in this place today just thank you father it's more of you lord just more 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 holy spirit just more holy spirit just more holy spirit more holy spirit just more holy spirit just more holy spirit maybe you came along here today and you don't have this kind of friendship with god or relationship with god and and you just don't have an assurance that if you died today that you would actually live forever in heaven i want to tell you that god wants to give you that assurance right now he wants to give you the gift of salvation he wants you to be free and no purpose and promise and if you're here today i just want to give you an invitation to come to the front right now as people are praying no one's really looking but this is a faith step for you and you can just come forward. We'd love to pray for you. If you want to receive this grace for the first time, you want to receive this incredible grace for the hundredth time, like we would love to pray for you this morning. You can come out of your seat right now and receive the gift of salvation for your life. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So good. So good to hear you praying. Just keep it up. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Bible College many years ago and this one quote stuck with me and it said the church will never stand on its feet until it drops to its knees and I just I just believe so much of our future is going to be birthed in our posture of prayer and so we're really excited about not this Monday but next Monday we've got our first prayer meeting here on us on a Monday night 7 7pm uh, for an hour or so and we're believing that God's going to just release great things through our prayers as we come together awesome, well done and, being, and just engaging in that moment we just so believe in you we just think you're an incredible church go on and have an amazing week, say hi to someone and be a blessing, awesome